The following is another KXPN Sports presentation. KXPN Sports presents High School Basketball. Rebounded by Axel. Dribbling out with it. It is going to be weird. Gives it to Heinrich. Heinrich's little penetration kick out here for Runge. Runge hits a three-pointer. Brennan Runge hits the big three-pointer to make it a one-point ball game. Tonight, the Fort Carney Conference Tournament continues with boys' semifinal action. High School Basketball on ESPN Tri-Cities is brought to you by the KXPN Sports Club. Saved, but into the hands of Kessler Dixon. So Dixon will get the rebound. On the run here is Echo. Echo's going to scoop and score. In the opener, top-seeded Pleasanton takes on first-year conference member Ansley Litchfield. Game 2 features an undefeated Loomis team against the sixth-seed Axtell. It's the semifinals of the Fort Kearney Conference Tournament coming up next, but first it's the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. We'll take you live to the Vieros Center in Kearney with ESPN Radio's Randy Bushkett. This broadcast Bush is made possible by Terry and Jason Starts, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical. Your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives, 627-1064. And welcome back here to the Bureau Event Center. We have one finalist already for the Boys Conference Championship game. Bit of an upset, but Ansley Litchfield will play either. Axtell or Loomis for the conference title. Wildcats and Wolves getting together in a rematch. What really was a very good game one week ago in Axtell, where Axtell had the lead much of the game, but Loomis came from behind and won it 66-62 to to remain undefeated on the season. Axtell at 12-5. and They have been in a lot of really close ball games and have been right there. Some nights they shoot the ball well, look pretty good. Some nights they've been a little up and down. That's indicative of kind of a young basketball team. Loomis has a lot of depth, and I think that uh, helps them kind of bridge that gap a little bit of having kind of that up and down aspect because they have so many different players. They can score, you know, five, ten points or anywhere in that area throughout the course of any given night, and that's kind of helped them find that scoring potential every single night. That's one reason why they've been consistent enough to go 16-0 and and uh, find themselves in the uh, ratings here in Class D2. Meanwhile, for Axtell, uh, they're outside the ratings, but they have been playing very good basketball as of late. They're here in the conference championship. Their game against Loomis last week proves to them that they can definitely play with the Wolves and play here tomorrow night for the conference championship. So we anticipate a really good matchup here at the Bureau Event Center in our second game of the night. You're listening to our pregame show, brought to you as always by Hogemeyer Hybrids. Contact Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Hybrid seed dealer. We'll step away for a moment, come back with the starters right after this. This broadcast is made possible in part and proudly sponsored by Billiter Trucking and Billiter Farms of Loomis. We appreciate all the hard work and dedication of our area athletes, coaches, and parents. You work hard every day to be the best you can be. Teamwork is key in everything you do in and out of the game. Billiter Trucking and Billiter Farms, a very proud supporter of all the area teams. Best of luck and go Loomis Wolves. 37 Ag and Holdridge proudly sponsors this broadcast. At 37 Ag, we strive to use cutting-edge technology and management practices to feed and fuel a growing population for the next generation. 37 Ag owner Blake Johnson and family would like to wish the Lewis High School athletes good luck in this competition. 
Miller Body Shop in Minden is your collision specialist. They offer paintless dent repair, great for hail dance or door dings, auto glass replacement, a Unicure spray baking booth that simulates factory paint for a quicker dry time and better quality finish. Miller Body Shop in Minden provides all the best products and trained professionals to get your vehicle back on the road and looking as good as it did before. Miller Body Shop is a proud supporter of high school sports. People you know. Community people. People you know. Community people. Everything seems easier when you're doing business with people you know, especially banking. When you apply for a loan, it's a good feeling knowing who you're talking to. Bank with us. Menden Exchange Bank and Trust Company. Member FDIC. Community people you know. Community people you know. And welcome back here to the Viero Event Center as Loomis and Axdell will get together. Let's uh, go through and meet our starting lineups. We'll begin, first of all, for Axdell who come in, as we mentioned, with a record of uh, 15 and 4 on the season. They're here because of a double overtime win that we had for you on ESPN Radio the other night as they made their way past Elm Creek. And uh, their starters will go again tonight. Tyler Danberg, a 6'3 senior who averages 15.4 points and 9.7 rebounds. Zach Heinrichs, a 5'10 senior, averages 14.2 points and 3.6 rebounds. Jacob Weir, a 6'1 senior, averages 6.4 points and 5 rebounds. Brendan Runge, a 6-foot-tall sophomore, averages 15.6 points and 3.1 rebounds. And Calvin Johnson, a 5'11 sophomore, averages 6.2 points and 5.9 rebounds here for head coach Brent Heinrichs. And now for the Loomis Wolves, 16-0 on the season. Their starters are Shay Swanson, a six-foot-tall sophomore who averages 12.6 points and 3.8 rebounds. Quinn Johnson is a 6'1 sophomore who averages 16.6 points and 2.2 rebounds. Nolan Benjamin, a 5'11 senior, averages 10.4 points, 2.8 boards. Carson Orcutt, six-foot-tall junior, averages 5.9 points and 6.9 rebounds. Joshua Marcy, a 6'5 senior, averages 12.8 points and 8.6 rebounds here for head coach Drew Billiter, back coaching his alma mater. That's your starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. We'll step away for a few moments. That will wrap up our Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. Contact Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Hybrid seed dealer near you. We'll be back with a tip when we return to the Bureau Events Center right after this. Scandinavian Mutual Insurance Company of Axtell is a proud supporter of high school sports. See Scandinavian Mutual today to see how they can get you the best rates for property and personal liability insurance. They have been providing insurance solutions to their customers in South Central Nebraska since 1885. They are now also writing auto insurance policies through AAA. Contact the professionals at Scandinavian Mutual Insurance Company in Axtell today. Toll free at 800-874-9443. That's 800-874-9443. 9443. Seed expertise doesn't grow overnight, which is why farmers in Minden and the surrounding area rely on Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer seed representative. Depend on Hogemeyer hybrids to provide the right seed for this area. They've lived in the region and studied its tough growing conditions for generations, and they know what thrives here. So call Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer seed representative in Minden today, a proud supporter of high school sports. Hogemeyer seed. Seed the right seed. Let me tell you a little bit about 
NSG Transport out of Gothenburg, Nebraska. We are a family-owned company that hauls aggregate, bulk salt, grain, and other feed products. We have served the Midwest for over 40 years. We believe in honesty, loyalty, and efficient delivery to your job site or facility. Learn more about NSG and all that we do. Visit us at nsgco.com. That's nsgco.com. Pedley Drug in Minden is your hometown Health Mart pharmacy, carrying Mueller Sporting Goods and Hallmark. You can also find diabetic supplies, including shoes, durable medical equipment like walkers, wheelchairs, lifts, and bath aids. When you fill your prescriptions and shop at Pedley Drug, you see your neighbors and friends helping you, like Jeff, Tammy, Sam, Hallie, and Michaela. Pedley Drug accepts most insurance and Medicare. Best of luck, athletes, from everyone at Pedley Drug in Minden. And welcome back to our broadcast booth, brought to you by Carney Towing and Repair. We're on the road bringing you the play-by-play. Carney Towing and Repair is on the road bringing your vehicle home. Don't get stranded on the side of the road. From heavy-doing towing to roadside assistance, call Carney Towing and Repair when you need us. We'll be there. As we mentioned, these two teams got together a week ago tonight uh, for a great basketball game that uh, took everything Loomis had to win in Axtell, 66-62. to Nice win for them. And again, Axtell 12-5 and on the season. Excuse me, make that now 13-5. and I didn't uh, account for their win, their double overtime win the other night against uh, Elm Creek. Well, we're all set and ready to get this one underway. Jumping here will be Marcy for Loomis, and he does win the tip. Getting the hands here for Quinn Johnson. So directing traffic to get things started will be Nolan Benjamin. Benjamin will go on the right side, hand off here for Swanson. He'll stop at the elbow and give the ball back out here for Orcutt. Orcutt now with a handoff to Benjamin. Axdell is going man-to-man, and they'll get it to the free-throw line, kicking to the corner here for Swanson. They're double-dog-daring him to uh, shoot the three, but he'll penetrate that baseline. Now he'll lean in, pass the ball back out here for Benjamin. Benjamin will fire the three and hit the three. Nolan Benjamin gets things started here for the Wolves, and a long pass going to be too long here as Zach Heinrichs did have Tyler Danberg, but he led him too far, and that'll be a turnover. Well, you make that connection, you get a layup. Because they kind of lost track of Danberg. But as it is, Loomis has the basketball after the turnover. Already with a 3-0 lead. They'll drive the lane here with Swanson. He'll kick into the corner. There's Benjamin who hit the three. That time he doesn't pull the trigger. They enter it on the inside. Defensively there, Danberg. But the drive on the inside here by Marcy. And Marcy will give Loomis a quick 5-0 lead. So 5-0 lead. They'll face full court pressure. Jacob Weir will bring it across in the timeline, giving it for Danberg. Pass is going to be knocked loose. Can Johnson come up with it? He can't. It's saved by Weir before it goes in the backcourt. The quick pass up ahead, and Axtell will get a layup. They handle the basketball well enough to set up Calvin Johnson for the bucket. As that ball was a real scramble, but it all turned around when Jacob Weir made that save. And now they'll get the ball here for Swanson. Swanson hands off for Benjamin in the lane. Kick on that baseline, and ball is going to be knocked out of Swanson's hands. That'll be a foul. First foul of the game here on Axtell. And that will be the first on Brennan Runge. So Wolves will inbound on the baseline. They'll throw it in that corner over there for Swanson. Marcy will get the ball back to the inbounder. The three-pointer, good. Calvin Johnson drains the three. Second made three-pointer here. For Loomis. 
Across the timeline, Weir. They break the pressure. They handle it very well. Heinrichs now will snap the ball left side. Danberg will fire a three. He'll hit the three. Both teams lighten it up here offensively. Eight to five. Loomis has the advantage right now and the basketball. Swanson will give it outside the lane here for Marcy. Marcy hands off, cutting his or cut. He'll give the ball back out for Benjamin. Benjamin now with the dribble. Gives it right side for Johnson. He'll fire a three. That's no good. And rebounded by Heinrichs. They handed it off to him and screened for him all at the same time. And going coast to coast is going to be Zach Heinrichs. They don't shut him off. He'll lay it off the iron and in. 8-7, Loomis with the lead. And the basketball, they have led throughout. But Axtell has been running right with them. Here's Swanson looking to the inside at Marcy. He'll give top of the circle here for Johnson. Now left side for Benjamin. We really anticipate a high-tempo game in this one, and we certainly have not been disappointed. Swanson looks to the inside, gives it top of the circle here for Benjamin. Now driving is going to be Johnson. He'll elevate. He'll score. There's a whistle. Bucket's going to count, and he'll step to the strike. Bucket counts, Jimmy Langan tells us, and that will be a push on the body here on number 22, Jacob Weir. That'll be his first foul. So Johnson with five in the game. He's hit a three. He's hit a two. And now he misses the one. And the rebound is going to be pulled down here by Calvin Johnson. So Johnson pulls down the board. And in the offensive end will come Johnson. He'll be shut off by Orcutt. He'll drive all the way in. Nice extra pass to Danberg. Danberg missed the shot. Offensive rebound by Danberg. That one won't fall. But Johnson will clean the glass. He'll get the bucket after pulling down the board. And Loomis has the lead cut down to one. With it is one. Shea Swanson will spin, will shoot, no good. Rebounded Axtell, they got numbers. Heinrichs will lead the break, passes for Runge. And Runge will give Axtell their first lead of the game. 11-10, four and a half to go, first quarter. Ben Energetic slapping the hands. Here is Brennan Runge as he'll pressure Shea Swanson. Swanson will drive. We've got a foul on the body. And that will be... On Calvin Johnson, I assume, yeah, number 30. Not too many zeros out there on the court right now. Loomis will bring Aiden Lovett into the game. They'll give a quick breather here to Orcutt. And the Wolves inbound on the baseline. That'll be Benjamin. Benjamin looked for Marcy, couldn't find him, so he'll give it to Johnson. Johnson on the baseline. He'll step through, shots off the iron, no good. Johnson will pull down the rebound here for Axtell and handoff here for Heinrichs. Heinrichs driving against Aiden Lovett, will elevate on the baseline, shots off the iron, and nothing but green shirts there. Joshua Marcy with the board. He'll bring it up. He'll step through. He'll have a shot blocked and rebounded by Axtell. Getting a piece of the rock there is Danberg, and then he'll squeeze the pumpkin. He gets the block and the board. And across the timeline here is going to be Zach Heinrichs. Heinrichs knows his father's whistle, gets the instructions. And he'll give the ball here left side for Brennan Runge. Heinrichs on that right side, picks up his dribble, gives here for Runge. Left side, Danberg going to drive, going to scoop, going to score. He's got five in the game. Tyler Danberg started outside. you got to respect his three-point shooting, and he was quick enough to get to the iron. So Swanson brings it up ahead. They leave him open. He'll shoot a three and rebounded here by Jacob Weir. Axtell with a 13-10 lead. Long pass up ahead here for Danberg, and Danberg will get the bucket in transition. He's got seven in the game. 15-10. to 
And on the bounce here is Nolan Benjamin. Benjamin down to the baseline. He'll kick it now, top of the circle for Shea Swanson. Lob pass inside, that's Marcy. Marcy will post up, has a shot blocked. Rebound to to Swanson, and Swanson will get the board and the bucket. Shea Swanson drove right back in. Axtell had a little momentum after the block, but then Loomis gets Swanson to get the rebound and bucket. Here's Weir in transition, shooting shooting a three. No good, rebounded by Danberg. Danberg gives it to Heinrichs in the lane. Heinrichs will work in. He's got the three-second count going on. He'll kick it out here for Weir. Weir will drive on the baseline and get the bucket. They never shut up Jacob Weir, and he went in down that baseline. Axdell now has a 17-12 lead. So Benjamin on the right side. We'll get a little bit of a screen. He'll take it in the lane, kick it in the corner. Here's an open look, and it's good. Three-pointer, Aiden Lovett. So he drains in the tray. And these two teams are exchanging body blows right now. A little early to throw the haymaker. Driving this Heinrichs. Heinrichs has a shot blocked by Marcy, and that's going to be a foul. He did not get cheated on that foul. Nothing dirty about it. Not at all. But there was zero chance of a three-point play. Zach Heinrichs will have two free throws. With a minute 48 to go here. In a very entertaining first quarter, and the free throw is up and good. Heinrichs a 77% free throw shooter. Axtell as a team shoots 66%. So Heinrichs now has three in the game. Axtell has a three-point lead. And the second free throw is good. So now 19-15 Cats. Loomis brings the ball up court here. Swanson dribbling on this right side is going to hand it off for Benjamin. Benjamin gets a little screen from the elbow to the free throw line. He kicks out here for Swanson. Swanson looks in, will drive, will scoop, will score. Both these two teams really do a great job of knifing in and attacking the basket. Heinrichs being picked up by Lovett, and Heinrichs will bring in the offensive end. Heinrichs dribbles with that left hand. He'll scoop, and he'll be fouled on the way to the basket. I think it's going to be a shooting foul. That'll be on number one, Aiden Lovett. That'll be his first. And again, Heinrichs, who's two for two from the free throw line, has two more with the clock shut off here. And it is up and good. Well, Dad has uh, keys to the gym, so you can spend a little time at the free throw line. And Heinrichs looks like he spent a little time there as he hits two free throws here in quick succession and only touched the bottom of the net. So Swanson will bring it up as Heinrichs now has six in the game off the screen. Here's Benjamin. He'll uncork a three, and he hits a three. Nolan Benjamin now with two made three-pointers. He's got six in the game. And on the bounce will be Heinrichs. Heinrichs dribbling with that right hand. He'll give the ball off here for Runge. Runge on the baseline, kicks in the corner for Weir. Weir will pivot, will shoot off the iron. No good. Ball is... Reeled in here by Carson Orcutt. He checked in a little bit ago. Orcutt will give it on that left side. Penetration here by Swanson. Swanson's going to kick into the corner. There's Lobby. Jackson Lobby drains a three. He dials long distance, and Loomis has the lead once again, 23-21. Open spaces, not a problem in terms of finding the bottom of the well, shooting long distance. Zach Heinrichs with 20 seconds left will slow things down, and that has not been something we've said a lot here. Heinrichs will spin, 
We'll kick the ball right side, and we're working back around the perimeter. Ball will go back in the hands of Nick Pearson here, who got the game winner the other night, and he's going to be held. Going to be a foul here with eight seconds to go, and that'll be the third team foul on Loomis, first personal foul on Chase Watson. So on the baseline, with it is Weir. Back around on this left side, Danberg. Left side, Runge for three. He hits the three. One second left, and Loomis runs out of time. The three-pointer at the horn here for Runge gives Axtell a 24-23 lead. We'll head to the second quarter right after this timeout. This sports broadcast is made possible in part by Kappa Grain in Elm Creek. Did you know that Kappa has a way for you to save time, money, and get the best prices for your grain and have records of it? With their online offer center powered by DNT Market Space. See kappagrains.com. Make sure you're getting what you deserve for all your hard work and dedication. Kappa takes great pride in doing what they can to make it easier, faster, and more profitable for you. Best of luck to all the area athletes from Kappa Grains. Experience matters. ENT Physicians of Kearney and Family Hearing Center has physicians who are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, head, and neck disorders in adults and children. See Dr. Conley, Dr. Johnson, and Dr. Blake at Kearney ENT and see why experience matters to them. Their main office is located in Kearney. However, they are where you are. With six satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska, they provide the highest quality care to everyone. ENT Physicians of Kearney and Family Hearing Center, specializing in you. Well, this game's at a different pace, huh? Pleasanton and Ansley Litchfield at halftime combined for 28 points. We head to the second quarter. Axtell leads it 24-23 over Loomis. We're on pace to have this one played in the 90s. We'll see if it keeps up. It's been a lot of fun so far. Axtell has possession and a 24-23 lead as we start the second quarter. Welcome back to our broadcast booth brought to you by Carney Towing and Repair. Soderquist. We'll start the second quarter. He has the basketball right side here for Axtell. They'll cycle through. He'll bounce it for Runge. Runge will drive. Has a shot blocked by Marcy, and Marcy eventually comes down with a rebound. Wolves want to run. Of course they do. Driving to Swanson. He'll back out. He's got it top of the circle, and he'll throw now right side for Benjamin. Benjamin working against Heinrichs. Kicks out left side. Here's an open three, and Johnson drains it. Quinn Johnson, his second made three-pointer. He's got six in the game, and Loomis goes back on top. On that baseline, Nick Pearson in a little bit of trouble. He's able to get the ball here for Heinrichs. Heinrichs will hustle and get across the timeline. He'll be harassed there by Swanson, but Heinrichs handles the ball well. Throws it in the lane here. Pearson comes up with it. Can't shoot over the top of Marcy, so he'll bounce the ball back out for Runge. Runge working against Benjamin. Great ball movement there as they'll drive. Your shot going to be blocked by Orcutt. Pulled down by Benjamin. Wolves will run, and there's going to be a charge. Just like the other night, Zach Heinrich stepped in front of three different Buffaloes. Here he steps in front of a Wolf and collects the charge. Nolan Benjamin, his first personal foul, will be offensive. 26-24, Loomis with the lead, Axtell basketball here with 6.50 to go here before halftime. By the way, Donovan Trumbull over Ravenna, 54-53. That's a final from the Luke Black Conference Boys Basketball Tournament. We'll get you some more updates as we go. In the lane, spinning here is Calvin Johnson. Johnson with the shot that's going to be a little bit short and rebounded by Marcy. So up here for Swanson. No need for a shot clock in this high school game, I'll tell you that. Johnson. 
Drives the baseline. His shot going to be blocked and picked up. Good defense there by Calvin Johnson, who gets both the block and the board. Gives it for Heinrichs. Kicks left side. Runge hits the three. Drains the three in transition. He's got eight in the game. Axtell back on top. Dribbling behind his back here is going to be Swanson. Swanson will drive. Defender falls down. Shot no good. Rebounded by Danberg. And then we have a whistle trying to get the ball back. Loomis will be called now for their fifth team foul. That will be on Joshua Marcy. That'll be two on him. So that a little bit of a factor here for the 6'5 senior in a little bit of foul trouble. So the ball will be inbounded here for Weir. Weir is across the timeline. Ball is going to be knocked in the backcourt. So going back there to get his, his Weir. Weir will drive. Kick here right side for Runge. Runge hits a three. Brennan Runge, his third three-pointer. He's got 11 in the game. And Coach Billiter wanted to travel there. I don't think there was a travel. I think it was clean or cut. Has it here top of the circle. He'll give it off for Swanson. Swanson. Axtell up by four right now. They'll give it off here for Benjamin. It's 30-26. As Swanson has it left side, he'll find a backdoor cutter. Nice pass to Orcutt, and Orcutt will get the layup. That's a great pass by Swanson. That had to have a little mustard on it to get through traffic, but once it was made, Orcutt had a gimme. So Heinrichs in the offensive end. He'll be picked up defensively by Swanson. They use up the dribble on that right wing. They're pinning Heinrichs in, but he'll throw it down the sideline for Danberg. In the lane for Johnson. Kick out for Weir. His three, no good. Marcy out there still with those two fouls. Will pull down the board. Swanson will bring it up court, and he'll set up Benjamin. I thought Benjamin was going to shoot the three. He'll use a little screen on that left side. He's still looking to pass. He'll give it to Swanson. Swanson now directs traffic. He's picked up defensively by Runge. They get it inside for Marcy. He'll step through, lay it off the glass, no good. Rebound in the hands of Danberg. It's knocked away, but it'll stay with Axtell. So Danberg pulls down his fifth rebound, and the basketball here is in the hands of Axtell. Might be allergic to the chocolate chip cookies from the... uh, from the hospitality room. In any event, Axtell will inbound the basketball. If that were to happen, I would be in mourning. Heinrichs will bring it across the timeline, facing just a little bit of pressure here by Aiden Lovett, who came in, and the basketball is uh, in the neighborhood. As it rolls through our area here, they'll inbound right in front of us, and it'll stay here with Axtell. Try to move my foot to stop it, and there's an iron thing here on the table. Oh, it's a leg. Zach Heinrichs brings it on that right side. Love it. will pick him up man-to-man. A little spin move here for Heinrichs. He loses the basketball. But his teammate picks it up in the lane. Driving is Johnson, and Johnson will get the bucket. Nice job there by Johnson. And a lot of traffic. Come up with a loose ball, and now driving is Benjamin. He lost the ball momentarily, but he'll get it back in the hands of Love it. Over for Swanson, top of the circle. Now right side, Jackson Lobby. Lobby will drive He's in, uh, he's triple teamed. He'll kick the ball back out here for Orcutt. Nice job there by Lobby, getting rid of the ball, not panicking. He got out of there before there was a three-second count. So Swanson in the lane, will step through off glass, shot no good. Rebound, can Runge get it? He can't, but it's in the hands here of Heinrichs, and so Axtell will pull down the rebound. Well, Heinrich, Heinrich might... Uh, 
have taken away a couple of defenders there, or Rungi rather, took away a couple of defenders, and Heinrichs got an easy rebound out as a result, and a timeout being taken here by Brent. Brent Heinrichs calls the timeout here with 3.21 to go before halftime. Axtell has a 32-28 lead and the basketball. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. Trust is earned over generations, not seasons. For over 165 years, the Rank family's been earning that trust where it counts the most, in your fields. And yields, they don't lie. With over a 1,000 top finishes in first and state trials over the last three years, Rank Seed proves its value through superior genetics and production. One family, seven generations, all working for your success. Rank means results. In this moment, who has your back? Do you know the name of your insurance agent? Does your insurance agent know your name? Or would you call an 800 number that connects you with who? Another state? Another country? Contact Barney Insurance, your local independent agent with auto owner's insurance. Barney Insurance. Trusted people who you can call when bad stuff happens. In this moment, get an agent who will protect you in that moment. Contact Barney Insurance. Carney, Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. Or log on to BarneyInsurance.net. Our timeout is brought to you by ENT Physicians at Kearney, taking care of you since 1994. We're located where you need us, specializing in you. Axtell uses their first timeout of the game. They'll bring it across here. Brennan Runge worked against a little pressure here by Aiden Lovett. He'll hand off for Zach Heinrichs. 32-28 Wildcats as they get it on the baseline. Dribbling out is going to be Runge, and the ball is going to be knocked away here by Shea Swanson. It'll stay with the Wildcats over there. quick pace to this game. I mean, it's just fun basketball to watch. Driving here is Heinrichs on the baseline. He'll be shut out by Lovett. Both teams just like to attack, play man-to-man, and let's just go have a little schoolyard fun. Pass through traffic is going to end up going off the hands here of Quinn Johnson. Johnson had to have quick hands just to not have an earful of basketball. Down the sideline, it's going to be Jacob Weir who will inbound it here for Axtell. He gives it for Zach Heinrichs right in front of us, and Look at that great defensive positioning there for Aiden Lovett. Just the way Coach Billiter teaches it. Here's Heinrichs in the center jump circle. He'll drive on that right side. Lovett staying right with Heinrichs. Heinrichs penetration kick out. Here's going to be an open three. Top of the key. No good for Danberg. Tipped around and coming up with a basketball here is going to be Jackson Lobby. So Lobby will fly up court after passing it to Swanson. They get it down low here for Marcy. And Marcy backing in against Danberg will uh, be fouled, and for Danberg, that is foul number one. Four team fouls on Axtell. Five have been whistled against Loomis, and the officials getting uh, the players together here to have a quick little discussion. I didn't see anything that warranted, let's, let's calm down here, boys. I didn't see anything that seemed even remotely chippy here, but they had a quick conversation about something or another. But the ball's inbounded here for Swanson. Everybody seems to be doing all right. Jackson Lobby kicks between the circles for Lobby. Right side for Swanson. Empty pass for Marcy. Marcy being triple teamed. He'll knock a guy down, and that's going to be a charge. He did. He dropped that shoulder. And a nice job there by Calvin Johnson to collect the third foul of the game on Joshua Marcy. He's got two points and three fouls. And I doubt very much we see him for the final 2.09 of the first half. So ball inbounded here for Heinrichs. That's good positioning there by Johnson. And Weir 
We'll throw the ball back here for Heinrichs. They double-teamed him, so Heinrichs had no pressure bringing it across the timeline. Now with two minutes to go in the game. 32-28 in the uh, half, rather. Driving is Runge, and Runge loses the ball. Loomis knocked that one loose. I don't know if it was knocked loose by Orcutt or Benjamin. One of those two knocked the ball loose, and then it was last touched by Axtell. So that'll be a Wildcat turnover. Pace of this game, there really have not been that many turnovers. Benjamin has it on the right side. Heinrichs now will drop back uh, defensively as Orcutt now has it top of the circle. Back out for Benjamin. Lovett now has it. He'll give it for Swanson on that left side. Swanson gives it on the right wing. Pounding the rock here is going to be Lovett. He'll throw the ball right side for Swanson. And they get the ball right back out here for Quinn Johnson. He's hit a couple of three-pointers. And, boy, he's got the complete and undivided attention here of the Wildcats. They give it off for Swanson. Swanson with a minute 10 left. He'll pull up to the open area top of the key. The three-pointer's no good. Rebounded by Runge. And the Wildcats running, but they really couldn't outlet it quick enough. And so bringing it up court is going to be... Going to be Axtell, and the shot's going to be blocked by Orcutt. Great block there by Orcutt. And driving on that left side is uh, going to be Benjamin. And now we've got a foul called as Benjamin had the ball, driving up court, putting up the shot. He got the rebound, and now the foul on Calvin Johnson is going to be his second. There's a lot of don't blink or you'll miss some possessions in this game. These teams are being very aggressive and attacking each other. Free throw good for Nolan Benjamin. He's made a couple of threes. Now he's got the free throw. So that'll give him seven in the game. Axtell with a 32-29 lead. 51 seconds to go before halftime. And the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Second free throw for Benjamin. Forthcoming. Bends the knees, fires the free throw. It is good. And now he has eight in the game. And that will allow Jackson Lobby to pressure the inbounds. No problem giving it to Heinrichs. He'll drive. His pass is going to be deflected out of bounds here by Shea Swanson. I mean, they're trying to harass everything. Every pass, every dribble, every shot. And now Nick Pearson, who hit the game winner in double overtime, will inbound the basketball here for Axtell. The bounce for Danberg. Danberg will pivot, will shoot off the iron. Good. Nice soft touch there by Tyler Danberg. He's got nine points and five rebounds here in the first half. 33 seconds left. Now on the baseline is Orcutt. He's used up his dribble, and uh, Weir knows it. He's pressuring him. They'll give it inside, and there's going to be a little foul here as Lobby was fouled as they entered it inside with 24 seconds left. That's now six fouls on Axtell, so the uh, Wolves will inbound. We'll see if they try to score directly off the inbounds or maybe even work the clock. Nah, we haven't done that all night. Still time for three or four possessions left with 24 seconds left. The foul was on Pearson. That'll be his first. Ball inbounded in the corner, and we've got a whistle right away. I think Quinn might have been out of bounds when he got the inbounds. The officials get together here, and they are going to have a discussion about the call. We've got a foul. Now, there was a reason that he was out of bounds. Nick Pearson has picked up back-to-back fouls, and that will now set up a one-and-one. 
So it'll send Carson Orcutt to the free throw line for the front end of a one and one with 22 seconds to go. He's a 42% free throw shooter. And he hits the back of the iron and no good. Rebounded by the Cats. They'll pass it up ahead here for Heinrichs. Heinrichs is going to be on the run. Heinrichs will slow it down a little bit with 14 seconds left. And stealing the basketball is Shea Swanson. Swanson with the steal. Swanson with the layup. Swanson with the bucket. Nice defensive play. Give it to Runge. Two seconds left. Runge loses control of the basketball trying to shoot a long, more than half-court shot. Couldn't get the handle. Knew he needed to pull the trigger. Couldn't get it off. The layup late in the quarter will cut the lead down to two. Axtell with a 34-32 lead over Loomis. We're going to step away for a moment, and we'll continue our broadcast with the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report here from the Bureau Event Center right after this timeout. South Central Diesel of Holdridge has over 100 years of diesel fuel injection experience and has been putting customer relationships first since 1971. They are factory authorized to repair all types of diesel fuel injection systems and have a full-service drive-in repair facility to repair your diesel Ford, Chevy, or Dodge pickup. SCD's factory trained technicians are committed to providing the best service to their customers. Stop by 115 South East Avenue in Holdridge for all your diesel pickup repairs, pumps and injectors, diesel performance parts, and turbochargers. Or call them at 1-800-228-8482 to put them to work for you. Buzz's Marine wants you to think about the most important time of all, family time. And what brings a family together better than boating? Everyone looks forward to being on the water, so whenever you set aside a time for boating, family and friends will be there. So this year, make it the best year ever with a visit to Buzz's Marine, the best dealer between Denver and Omaha. They have the perfect boat and boating accessories for your family's needs and easy financing to make it happen today. Buzz's Marine, 5th and Central Kearney. Find out more online at buzzesmarine.com. First Bank and Trust Company in Minden provides the latest technology with a personal touch. Minden's First Bank and Trust Company is a leader in online and mobile banking, including remote deposit from your smartphone, technology at your fingertips, along with personal bankers to discuss your needs. First Bank and Trust Company of Minden. It's what you'd expect from a friend. Member FDIC. And First Bank and Trust Company is a proud supporter of all area athletes. And welcome back here. Time now for the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Ravenna Sanitation says your trash is our treasure. Serving Buffalo County for business or residential service, Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find us in your local yellow pages. And again, uh, we are preparing for state basketball time. And part of that preparation is having the dance team wait a prolonged period of time before the music actually starts. (laughs) And that certainly is the case here. Actually, the Elm Creek dance squad is performing here at halftime. And at halftime, it is Axtell leading Loomis 34-32 to here at the break. Let's check the numbers. And first of all, the number that stands out to me that is amazing considering the pace of this game I have Axtell with only two turnovers in the first half, Loomis with one. It's been a very clean game, especially how fast this is played. Even if you had a slowdown game, three total turnovers would be incredible for high school basketball. In any event, let's check the numbers here for the Wildcats, who have that 34-32 lead. They're being led so far by Brennan Runge. He hits, has hit three three-pointers, so he has 11 points here in the first half, six points and four rebounds for Calvin Johnson. Jacob Weir has a couple of points and a board. Six points and three rebounds for Zach Heinrichs and Tyler Danberg with nine points and five rebounds here 
in the first half. He has hit one of the three-pointers. A grand total of uh, four three-pointers for Axtell here in the first half. They led it 24-23 at the end of one quarter, and now they have a two-point lead, 34-32. Here at the break, and we'll check the numbers for Loomis when we return right after this. 37 Ag and Holdridge proudly sponsors this broadcast. At 37 Ag, we strive to use cutting-edge technology and management practices to feed and fuel a growing population for the next generation. 37 Ag owner Blake Johnson and family would like to wish the Lewis High School athletes good luck in this competition. Five Points Bank, the better bank, is now Grand Island and Nebraska's fastest-growing bank. Started in 1971, we're now in Hastings, Kearney, Lincoln, Papillion, Omaha, and Sumner. Five Points Bank, the better bank, takes care of customers and provides the best banking and technology. The Big Rack Shack is a one-stop shop for all your storage needs. Stop by their 15,000-square-foot showroom at 3210 Antelope Avenue in Kearney. From heavy-duty pallet racks to lightweight garage shelving, they have a wide variety of industrial-quality shelving that will last a lifetime. With the Midwest's largest selection of heavy-duty steel storage cabinets, workbenches, carts, vices, and more, you can find them on the web at BigRackShack.com or give them a call at 308-234-4464. There's plenty of winter left, so now's the time to stock up. Shop and take half off. 50% off all men's and ladies' winter sportswear at Gary Michaels Clothiers. Update your wardrobe. Sport coats starting at $99. Suits $199 and up. All men's and ladies' outerwear now 30 to 50% off. Last chance men's and ladies' racks up to 75% off. Select Brighton and Hobo 30 to 50% off. Shop now and save 50% and more on winter clearance at Gary Michaels Clothiers, downtown Hastings and Kearney. Welcome back to the Vero Event Center for the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. At the break, Axtell is leading Loomis by a score of 34-32. to 32. And let's check the numbers here for the Wolves. As usual, pretty balanced scoring, but leading the way is Quinn Johnson. He has uh, eight points in the game. Also eight points and a couple of rebounds for Nolan Benjamin. Elsewhere, you got six points and a rebound for Shea Swanson. Three points, uh, a made three-pointer in that first quarter here for uh, Loomis, for Aiden Lovett. Two points and a rebound for Carson Orcutt. Jackson Lobby drained a three. He also has a rebound for three points and a rebound. And Joshua Marcy with two points, four rebounds, but also three fouls. So two points, three fouls, four rebounds here for Joshua Marcy here in the first half. Nine total rebounds unofficially for Loomis compared to 15 for Axtell. Axtell uh, has the lead here at the break, 34-32. to 32. Uh, as Loomis shot the ball extremely well in that first half. And in the game, they've got one, two, three, four, five, six made three-pointers uh, uh, compared to Axtell, who has uh, four three-pointers. That's kind of helped keep this close, and it has been close throughout most of the game. But Axtell has a lead here at the end of the first half by a score of 34 to 32. We'll step away for a moment, get you caught up with some other scores around the area as the uh, conference basketball tournaments are in full swing here as they'll have semifinals. And we'll check the Lou Platt and others when we return right after this. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that, girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere? But I don't have their number. 
308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing, certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in, Carney Towing and Repair. Great food. Cold drinks. And shots of adrenaline. It's more than a night out. It's pulse-pounding action. This is Tri-City Storm Hockey. All season long at the Viero Center. This is the best game in town. For tickets and schedule, visit stormhockey.com. When DuPont Pioneer says they're with you from the word go, what does that mean? It means packing a ton of people power, along with unmatched service and support, into high-performance hybrids. Sure, Pioneer Corn products feature high-performance trade packages, but it's your local team of professionals that helps place the right products in your field. Pioneer, with you from the word go. Your Ag Impact partners are Craig Weegis and Todd Travis. We are at halftime. Raxdell leads Loomis 34-32 here in the Fort Carney Conference semifinals. The winner of this game will be taking on Ansley Litchfield, a 40-37 winner over Pleasanton in our first game of the night here from the Viero Center. Uh, over in uh, Ward, St. Paul got past, uh, I'm looking at the wrong one, Jonathan Trumbull got past Ravenna in boys basketball 54 to 43. So Donovan Trumbull will play the championship game against either St. Paul or Centura. And right now it's kind of looking like Centura. They have a 12 to 3 lead at the end of the first quarter. That game is over on Power 99. Uh, elsewhere, Kennesaw is leading Deschler at the end of one quarter, 7 to 4. They had 7 to 4 at the end of the first quarter. We had 24 to 3 as the pace of this game pretty quick. Cooled down a little bit, though, in that second quarter as Axtell won the second quarter 10-9, to so they push the lead out to now two points. They lead at 34-32 here at the break. We'll step away for 30 seconds. That will wrap up our Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report, and when we come back, we'll hand the ball over to Loomis when we return right after this. Have you ever seen a rusty fish? That question illustrates the point that the same way scales protect the fish from his environment, the bullet spray on bed liners from the dent popper protect your pickup bed. No rust, no dents, no scratches, no chemical corrosion. So your truck has a longer work life and holds its value longer, reduces load slippage. And here's a bonus. It quiets the ride. See the dent popper north of railroad on first on the bricks, downtown Kearney, and get a free estimate for a bullet spray on bed liner guaranteed for as long as you own your truck. And welcome back to our broadcast booth, brought to you by Carney Towing and Repair. We're on the road bringing you the play-by-play. Carney Towing and Repair is on the road bringing your vehicle home. Don't get stranded on the side of the road. From heavy-doing towing to roadside assistance, call Carney Towing and Repair. When you need us, we'll be there. So it is Axdell 34, Loomis 32, and it will be Loomis basketball to start the second half. And Swanson will bring it across here. It's Swanson, Johnson, Benjamin, Orcutt, and Marcy here for Loomis. Their starters will start the second half. Swanson has it on that right side. Axtell also with their starters. We'll check those here in a moment. Bounce pass back out to Swanson after we gave it away momentarily to Johnson. Now here's Benjamin. Benjamin stops on the baseline. He'll kick the ball back out here for Orcutt. Now driving is going to be Swanson. Back out long three here by Johnson. It's no good, but Marcy gets the rebound. And the bucket. 
Joshua Marcy with the board and the bucket. He now has four in the game. Axtell will face some full-court pressure here, and they will trap that basketball on the left side, but dribbling through it is going to be Weir. So for the Wildcats, it's Danberg, Heinrichs, Weir, Runge, and Johnson. They're starters as well here in the second half. Danberg will give it left side. He'll shoot a three left side. It's good. A set shot three from about, what, 30 feet away? Do not want to play him in Horace. He's got a dozen in the game. Kick out here by Benjamin. He'll give it back out for Swanson. Orcutt wants the ball, wants to work the ball inside here for Marcy, but instead they'll give it out here for Swanson. Swanson will step through, has a shot blocked by Johnson. Loose ball picked up, and the rebound is good by Swanson. Swanson got the board and bucket after the block by Johnson, his second of the game. Long pass up ahead here for Weir. Weir being double-teamed. Gets it for Danberg. Danberg extra pass. Shot blocked by Swanson, but an offensive rebound by Johnson. So Johnson, after the block by Swanson, gets the layup, gets the rebound and bucket here for Axdell. They still lead it 39-36. Benjamin working against Heinrichs. Kicks back out for Johnson. Johnson well behind that three-point arc. He'll drive, run into the defense, give it on the baseline here for Orcutt. Orcutt will drive it, hung on that rim, but it would not fall there on the baseline layup. But he's fouled, and so Orcutt will go to the free throw line and shoot two after Calvin Johnson is called for his third foul. First foul of the second half. So Orcutt, a 42% free throw shooter, hits the back of the iron, and it scoots out of there. And his teammates come over to, you know, do that little high-five kind of thing, and I don't think he wanted any of that. He was unhappy with how that free throw went. He'll have one more attempt to make it good here, and the second one is short, bounced on the rim a couple of times, and Rungi will pull down the rebound. So Axdell brings it up ahead after an empty possession here for the Wolves. Weir working against Johnson. Weir in the lane, will step through, has a shot blocked out of bounds. He'll stay with the Wildcats. Solid defense there, though. Aiden Lovett going to come in here for Loomis. Now, remember, Joshua Marcy does have three fouls, so the 6'5 senior has to be careful here as the ball is inbounded by Nick Pearson, who came in. A three-pointer on that right side. It's going to be an air ball and picked up here by Swanson. So Swanson brings it up ahead here. For the Wolves, they don't shut him off. He'll kick the ball back out here for Johnson. Johnson stops at the elbow, back out for Swanson. Now the lob pass inside for Marcy. Marcy's going to take it off glass and score. Good entry pass in for Marcy. He just got down there. Didn't even really have time to uh, post up. They just kind of led him into the open area. So Pearson brings the ball up court, gives it back here for Weir. And now after faking the three, Danberg will drive and Danberg will get the layup. Well, he's, again, he started about 30 feet out. Looked like he was going to try that set shot again. And when the defender came, he was able to drive past him. Swanson, after the ball was tipped back out here by Marcy, they'll throw it back inside, and that will be a Loomis turnover. Coming up with the ball is Danberg. And now Danberg will drive, has a shot blocked, but an offensive rebound. It's rolling in, and Nick Pearson gets the board and bucket. So Axtell pushes the lead out to 5, 43-38. Penetration down low, a flop inside, but Swanson will get the shot to go up and in. Heinrichs tried to get the charge call, but instead of that, there's a bucket here 
for Loomis. Driving is Heinrichs, and Heinrichs on the way to the basket. There is a whistle, and uh, that'll be well before a shot. I think that's on Chase once, and that's foul number two on him. Checking in again here for Loomis will be Jackson Lobby. And Axtell will have Runge inbound on the baseline. He'll give the ball here for Jacob Weir off of a screen. They'll give it now to Runge on that right side. Runge picked up defensively by Lobby. Runge will dribble into the lane. Shot rolls around, and it's good. So nice job there by Runge with a little runner in the lane. Now a little step through. The shot won't fall. Nice attack here by Shea Swanson. And Swanson will get to the free throw line. Well, he's got 10 in the game. He averages 13. Tyler Danberg's picked up his second foul for the Wildcats. And we're nearing the midway point of the third quarter as the free throw is up and good here for Swanson. So he makes his first free throw of the night. 45-41. Axtell with the lead. Loomis with another made free throw. Makes it now a three-point ball game. And to inbound the ball here is going to be Nick Pearson. Pearson gives it for Weir. Weir, and there's going to be a block. Good call there as Chase Swanson with the block. That's going to be his third foul. And we are exactly midway through the quarter. So 45-42, four minutes to go here, third quarter. Axtell with the lead again. We had a lot of lead changes in the first half. Heinrichs faces some pressure, gets the ball on that left side, driving in the lane. It won't fall, but we will have free throws coming up here for Axtell. Hard on the drive is Runge. Orcutt called for his first personal foul. And so a couple of free throws coming up here. And the first one is good for Brennan Runge, who is a 71% free throw shooter. Mentioned it the other night in their quarterfinal game against Elm Creek. What a good free throw shooting team Axtell is. 66%, but it just really seemed like in that game anyway, they shot even better in the fourth quarter and in overtime. So Runge made the first one, and now he makes the second. So he's got 15 in the game. And the lead back out to five here for Axtell, 47-42. Swanson right side will give it to Marcy on the baseline. They double-team him, and he's looking to kick it out to somebody. He'll give it to Swanson, who will drive the lane. Kick out here for Lovett, who's open for three. Missed the three, and Axtell on the run. Danberg after the rebound. Will slow down when he gets to midcourt, and they'll give it here for Heinrichs. Heinrichs. I think he went it over and back, some of the fans did, but they didn't get all three things across over and back. Runge has the ball stolen away. Swanson with the steal. He's all by himself. He'll slow down. He'll lay it up the glass, and it's in. He's got 14 in the game, eight of them in this quarter. Pressure being put on, and Coach Heinrichs is going to call a timeout. Axtell had things trapped out. Zach was trapped. Brent says, I got you, son. He calls the timeout with 2.57 to go here. Axtell with a 47-44 lead. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. 
Welcome to Freddy's. How's it going, bud? My parents said we're going plant-based. I don't know what that means, but it doesn't sound good. Every once in a while, a kid needs a treat. A dirt and worm Sunday, please. We understand. If you're going to be bad, it better be good. And no one satisfies your cravings better than Freddy's Frozen Custard and Steak Burgers. The experience that puts a smile on your face and the taste that brings you back. Come enjoy our Freddy's Dirt and Worm Sunday. Freddy's Frozen Custard and Steak Burgers, 1010 Third Avenue, Kearney. At your friendly Friesen Ford, they know life can be busy, so they have your best interest in mind by providing a quick, easy car buying experience. When looking for a new or pre-owned vehicle, Friesen Ford makes it easy for you by offering financing options, pending credit approval, a great selection of vehicles, as well as a friendly sales team that works with you to find a vehicle that will fit your needs and your budget. See the selection today just off I-80 in Aurora or online at FriesenFord.com. For sales, service, parts, trust your friendly Friesen Ford team. Axtell brings the ball up court, and he'll give it up to uh, Weir. A little pressure on Heinrichs, not much. Heinrichs gets the ball back near midcourt, picked up there by Lovett. As again, the Wolves going man-to-man. Lovett knocks the ball loose. On the ground, coming up with it is going to be Swanson. And while he's on the ground, Coach Billiter is going to call the timeout to make sure that they keep that turnover. 47-44. Timeout Loomis, brought to you by ENT Positions at Kearney. We return to the Vero Vent Center with the Wolves down by three when we return right after this. About 90 years before the seeds for the trees that produce the lumber that they sell were even planted, Mead Lumber was born in Nebraska. So now when you have the seed of an idea for a new building project from concept to design, delivery to installation, Mead Lumber in Kearney has a team of professionals to assist you with every phase of your project and service that you'd expect from a neighbor. Stop by Mead Lumber at 1440 West 56th Street to get started. Log on to MeadLumber.com. Mead Lumber in Kearney proudly supports all area athletes. Platte River Preps Athlete of the Month, brought to you by B&B Carpet and Donovan. Be sure to log on to PlatteRiverPreps.com. You can nominate your favorite athlete for Athlete of the Month. We'll choose one boy and one girl to be our winners and listed at PlatteRiverPreps.com, brought to you by B&B Carpet and Donovan. Our reigning athletes of the month are Dustin Klingsporn from Axtell Wrestling and Whitney Brown from Northwest Basketball. So Loomis brings it across. Swanson will kick the ball back out here for Benjamin. He'll elevate for three. That's going to be... An air ball missed everything. And it remains an Axtell three-point lead, 47-44. I think they got what they wanted, just not the result. Johnson will throw the ball up court here for Weir. Weir on the bounce. We'll now give it off here for Danberg. He'll square up. He'll hit the three. Second made three-pointer of the quarter. He's got 17 points in the game. So now a six-point lead. Left side, Swanson gets into the lane here for Marcy. Marcy will lean in. Marcy will have a shot blocked and tipped out by Danberg. Danberg with the rebound and the block. Not necessarily in that order. Heinrichs we bring the ball up court, giving it here for Weir. He's directing traffic, and he'll give it top of the circle for the red-hot Danberg, who fires another three. It hung on the rim but would not fall, and Nolan Benjamin pulls down the rebound. Benjamin will step through, jump stop in the lane. He goes back up. He'll score. He's got 10. And now Axtell's lead is cut down to 50-46. But the folks in purple will bring the ball up court here. Weir working against Johnson. Gives it away. Gets it back. Steps into a three. In rhythm. He's got it. 
Jacob Weir drains the three-pointer. His first field goal of the second half. Swanson on the run here for Loomis. He'll give the ball right back out for Benjamin. Benjamin working on the baseline against Heinrichs. He'll kick it back around the perimeter. Lovett has it. Enters it inside for Marcy. His shot's going to be blocked, but there's going to be a foul. Danberg talking to himself. I don't believe what he said was, that's a nice call, ref. You're right. Not really good at reading lips, but I don't think that's what he said. That is going to be his third foul. And Marcy will go to the line. He'll be shooting two. He's a 49% free throw shooter. And he hits the front end here. And he gets the first to two. There's been 100 points scored in the game. Axtell has 53% of them. 47% for Loomis. It's not often that math works. I can do that in my head. Second free throw is on the way. Bounces around. No good. And we're going to have a pushing foul here on Chase Watson. That's going to be four on him. So he has four. Marcy's played the entire second half. In fact, about um, a half in. He's played since about midway through the second quarter with three fouls. So a little bit of foul trouble for some starters. Ball inbounded here for Heinrichs. Heinrichs being double teamed down that sideline. Is able to throw the ball up ahead here for Weir. Now a three on two the other way. Weir, though. Has to slow things down. He'll give the ball back out for Heinrichs. Heinrichs will drive. He'll scoop. Has it blocked out of bounds. It will stay here with Axtell. 41 to go here in the third quarter. Axtell, 53-47. Nick Pearson slaps the ball, looking to inbound it. Gets it on the baseline. On the ground, coming up with it is the Wolves, and the ball is going to be knocked loose. They're going to come. I think this is going to stay here with uh, Loomis. Yep. Last touched by Jacob Weir. Of course the fans from Pleasanton will complain, but Jimmy Langan got it right. So great hustle there by Loomis to force the Axtell turnover. And Lovett will give it here on the right side. They'll bounce it back out for Marcy. Off a screen, Lovett has it on that right wing. 20 seconds left. He'll step back. He'll shoot a three. He knew he missed it. He's trying to get there, and he can't get there in time. It goes out of bounds. So 16 to go. Axtell has a six-point lead and 16 seconds to add on to it. they got to cover the length of the court as Pearson will get the ball in the hands of Weir. They double-team him, and we're going to have a reach called here on Aiden Lovett. That'll be his second. Well, that's, that's not ineffective here. It took some time off the clock. There's only 11 seconds left. If this was the end of the fourth quarter, that'd be a better play than at the end of the third. That moves him that much closer to getting one-and-ones. Heinrichs will come across the timeline now with five seconds left. Heinrichs throws it down low, tipped away by Marcy. Marcy's going to have it in the air. It's still ping-ponging around. That ate up enough clock as that will end the third quarter. But Axtell heads to the fourth with a 53-47 lead. We'll return here to the Bureau Event Center right after this. Pedley Drug and Minden is your hometown Health Mart pharmacy, carrying Mueller Sporting Goods and Hallmark. You can also find diabetic supplies including shoes, durable medical equipment like walkers, wheelchairs, lifts, and bath aids. When you fill your prescriptions and shop at Pedley Drug, you see your neighbors and friends helping you like Jeff, Tammy, Sam, Hallie, and Michaela. Pedley Drug accepts most insurance and Medicare. Best of luck, athletes, from everyone at Pedley Drug and Minden. 
This broadcast is made possible in part and proudly sponsored by Billiter Trucking and Billiter Farms of Loomis. We appreciate all the hard work and dedication of our area athletes, coaches, and parents. You work hard every day to be the best you can be. Teamwork is key in everything you do in and out of the game. Billiter Trucking and Billiter Farms, a very proud supporter of all the area teams. Best of luck and go Loomis Wolves. And welcome back here to the Bureau Event Center, our broadcast booth, brought to you by Carney Towing and Repair. We're on the road bringing you the play-by-play. Carney Towing's on the road bringing your vehicle home. And the ball, we'll see who can bring this one home as the ball is inbounded here by Axtell. Runge will bring it in the offensive end, leading at 53-47 against Loomis. Backing in here is going to be Calvin Johnson. His shot's going to be no good. And up high for the rebound is Carson Orcutt. So on the bounce here is going to be Swanson. They'll enter it inside now for Marcy. Marcy will pivot. Marcy will shoot too strong. Rebounded by Johnson. Went from that baseline all the way across the rim. A long pass is going to go off the hands of the Wildcats. A long pass for Brennan Runge, and he could not reel it in. So now Loomis will not face any pressure, except for the fact they're down by six with seven and a half minutes to go. And now they're in the offensive end. They will now face that defense. Benjamin has it top of the circle, gives right wing. Now for Johnson. He'll dribble down to the baseline. Kicks out for Marcy. Don't think he's going to shoot a three from the wing. He'll give it left side now for Swanson. He'll drive. He'll step through. He'll kiss off glass. No good. He'll fight for the rebound. Get it. Put up another shot. And then he's going to be fouled. Chase Swanson with an offensive rebound that was 100% pure hustle. And then Weir is going to be called for the foul. That is number two on him. So a couple of free throws coming up here for Chase Swanson. The 49% free throw shooter missed the first one. He hit his first free throws of the night, the first two. We've been stuck at 53-47 for a while, ever since I did math in my head. And the free throw is up and good. So Swanson will cut into the Loomis deficit. Axtell's lead cut down to five. And the Wolves are pressuring the basketball. Weir gets the pass from Heinrich. He'll give left side for Danberg. Danberg kicks in the corner. Three, no good. And coming up with a rebound is Benjamin. Wolves on the run. Benjamin all the way in. Gives it to Marcy. Marcy on the baseline. Has a shot blocked into the hands of Benjamin. Benjamin elevates. Bank shot, no good. Offensive board or cut. His tip won't go. Back on the ground. Going to be a foul here on Marcy. And Marcy and Weir, well, Marcy says something to Weir after Marcy's called for the foul. The foul on Marcy is going to be his fourth. So Johnson will inbound it. That's now six fouls as a team on Loomis. The fourth on Marcy. 53-48, six and a half to go. Heinrichs in the offensive end. Throws up ahead here for Weir. He'll elevate. He'll shoot a three. He'll hit the three. Big three-pointer for Jacob Weir. Eight-point Axtell lead. Six and a half to go. Here's Swanson for three. That's no good. Long rebound, Benjamin. Benjamin's going to kick the ball back out for Johnson. He'll shoot an NBA range three. Too long and nothing but purple pulling down the rebound. Zach Heinrichs will dribble out with it. He'll bring it across the timeline. Axtell has a 56-48 lead. Up by eight. Six minutes to play. 
On the baseline, Johnson, he'll lean in. He'll shot, is going to roll in. Calvin Johnson, nice touch. 10 in the game, 10 as a lead. Timeout, Loomis. 5.52 to go in the conference semifinals. Axtell, 58, Loomis, 48. 5.52 to go from the VO Center. When we return after this timeout, Scandinavian Mutual Insurance Company of Axtell is a proud supporter of high school sports. See Scandinavian Mutual today to see how they can get you the best rates for property and personal liability insurance. They have been providing insurance solutions to their customers in South Central Nebraska since 1885. They are now also writing auto insurance policies through AAA. Contact the professionals at Scandinavian Mutual Insurance Company in Axtell today. Toll free at 800-874-9443. That's 800-874-9443. 9443. Miller Body Shop in Minden is your collision specialist. They offer paintless dent repair, great for hail dance or door dings, auto glass replacement, a Unicure spray baking booth that simulates factory paint for a quicker dry time and better quality finish. Miller Body Shop in Minden provides all the best products and trained professionals to get your vehicle back on the road and looking as good as it did before. Miller Body Shop is a proud supporter of high school sports. Well, into TVC over on the Breeze, 94-5. Deschler leads Kennesaw, 22-20. And at halftime, last report, Centura was leading St. Paul, 27-15 in the Luplak Conference semifinals. Shea Swanson brings it up ahead. Loomis is down by 10. They give it to Benjamin. Benjamin gives it to Marcy between the circles. Now right side for Swanson. They'll cycle through. Swanson will give it on the right wing here for Johnson. Johnson will penetrate. Johnson will scoop. Hangs on the rim. Rebounded by Johnson for Axtell. And then a foul. That'll be on Carson Orcutt. And that will be foul number two. Team foul number seven. So we'll walk to the other end of the court. And we'll have the front end of a one and one. So we'll see if Axtell can add on to their lead at the free throw line. Johnson, a 59% free throw shooter. And the front end will be a big one here. If he can hit both of them, that will really make that mountain get a little bit taller for Loomis. The free throw is no good, though, and rebounded by Johnson. So Johnson will bring the ball up ahead here for the Wolves. Benjamin on the dribble. Kicks the ball back out here for Lovett. Lovett will drive, and we're going to have a reach Kind of a little cheapy foul here on Runge. Actually, they gave it to Calvin Johnson. My apologies. Calvin Johnson called for his fourth foul. So Benjamin will inbound on the baseline. That's five team fouls on Axtell. They'll get it in the corner for Swanson. Swanson doesn't want to shoot at the top of Runge, so he'll give it to Marcy. Marcy in the lane, backing in, spinning, has a shot blocked by Danberg. His third block of the game, and now Heinrichs is going to dribble out with it. Heinrichs in the offensive end, working against the pressure here of Lovett. They'll get the ball here right side for Runge. Runge elevates on the baseline, rolls around no good. Marcy pulls down the board for the Wolves. They needed to end that possession right there. Swanson on the drive all the way down to the baseline. Can't shoot at the top of Runge and has the ball go off of his foot. Loomis has not turned the ball over very much at all. Only about three times according to my numbers. But that one hurts. 58-48. 4.45 to go here in the fourth quarter. Axtell trying to take the air out of the ball a little bit. Heinrichs working around a double team. Brings it up court. 
Throws it to Johnson. They've got numbers. Johnson bounce pass for Danberg. Danberg shot is good. He's got the bucket. There's a foul. He'll have a chance to add on. The lead is a dozen. 60-48. They had numbers, and they made a great bounce pass to set up Danberg as Orcutt will commit his third foul of the game. And the free throw is no good. Big board here by Orcutt. Pulling down the rebound. Flying up court, Swanson. He'll lay it off glass good. Wasted no time getting that ball up court. Pressure on it. Weir will throw the ball back, and there's going to be a foul. Weir gave it back to Calvin Johnson, and Johnson essentially run over by Aiden Lovett. That's going to be his third foul. Just didn't have the angle. Needed to be aggressive, just didn't have the angle. So Calvin Johnson will have the front end of a one-and-one here. He missed the front end a little bit ago. And he'll hit the front end here. He's got 11 in the game. Axtell has a lead of 11. Four minutes, 20 seconds left. And Johnson will try to push that lead back out to a dozen. That's their largest lead of the game. And that second free throw is no good. Rebounded by Marcy. And he'll give it up ahead to Swanson. The Swanson again on the attack. Gives it for Lovett. Lovett over here for Benjamin. Benjamin gets it in the lane. Just outside the lane for Marcy. He'll throw it right side for Lovett. Lovett will elevate. And he'll hit the three. Aiden Lovett hits the three-pointer. And Loomis will call the timeout. The three-pointer makes it 61-53. Axel with an eight-point lead. Loomis with a timeout. Brought to you by ENT Positions at Kearney. We're midway through a very tight fourth quarter. We're back right after this. 37 Ag and Holdridge proudly sponsors this broadcast. At 37 Ag, we strive to use cutting-edge technology and management practices to feed and fuel a growing population for the next generation. 37 Ag owner Blake Johnson and family would like to wish the Lewis High School athletes good luck in this competition. Five Points Bank, the better bank, has personal bankers to help you with all your banking needs, from loans to customer service. Five Points Bank is the better bank. Our bankers are empowered to provide exceptional personal banking, service, and attention. Bank with the better bank. Five Points Bank. Let me tell you a little bit about NSG Transport out of Gothenburg, Nebraska. We are a family-owned company that hauls aggregate, bulk salt, grain, and other feed products. We have served the Midwest for over 40 years. We believe in honesty, loyalty, and efficient delivery to your job site or facility. Learn more about NSG and all that we do. Visit us at NSGCO.com. That's NSGCO.com. Calvin Johnson can run the baseline if he needs to and did. He got it to Weir. Weir brings it in the offensive end here for Axtell. He goes all the way to the basket, and he'll hit the layup. He's got 10 in the game. Eight of them here in the second half. Trying to answer right back here, Shea Swanson in the lane, gets the defender in the air, blocked by Danberg, but Swanson will pick up the basketball. More time coming off the clock, another block, out of bounds. Calvin Johnson swats it away, his third block of the game. Danberg has four blocks, Calvin Johnson has three, Loomis will inbound on the baseline. Inbounded for Marcy, Marcy in the lane, backing in, he'll step through, he'll shoot, and he'll get fouled. Danberg was pretty much straight up, but still got him with that elbow. That'll be his fourth foul. 
So he's got four. Marcy has four. They've been going after each other all night. And Axdell's got the best of it because they lead at 63-53. But trying to cut into that lead is going to be Marcy, and he misses the free throw. 49% as we mentioned. He is now one out of three from the line. And his second free throw is short. And getting the rebound is Swanson. Swanson got an offensive rebound, but then had it knocked off his legs by Calvin Johnson. So Swanson, we're going to give him credit for a rebound here. And Axdell forced the turnover. And they're pressured, but trying to get the ball back to Swanson, and he does. The ball goes out of bounds off of Axdell. Swanson forced the turnover. Had it clean, lost it again, but it rolled off of Axdell's hands and out of bounds as Heinrichs was trying to get the ball back. Great hustle by both players. 63-53 our score. 10-point ball game, three and a half to go. Swanson snaps it left side. Three-pointer here by Lovett. Lovett missed it. Rebound pulled down by Axdell. Runge pulls down the board. He'll give it to Heinrichs. Heinrichs being double-teamed. Pressure coming, and now we've got, no, I think we got a timeout. Yep, there was a foul called, but the timeout by Coach Heinrichs came first. So no foul, timeout Axtell, 3-11 to go here, fourth quarter. They lead at 63-53. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney, back in 30 seconds. First Bank and Trust Company in Minden provides the latest technology with a personal touch. Minden's First Bank and Trust Company is a leader in online and mobile banking, including remote deposit from your smartphone, technology at your fingertips, along with personal bankers to discuss your needs. First Bank and Trust Company of Minden. It's what you'd expect from a friend. Member FDIC. And First Bank and Trust Company is a proud supporter of all area athletes. Quick little game reset. Axtell leads at 63-53. 3-11 to go in the game. Both teams have a couple of timeouts left. A foul by either squad will set up free throws. Lewis has nine team fouls, so if they commit a foul, Axtell will shoot twice. And the possession arrow is pointing to Axtell as well. Excuse me, to Loomis. The possession arrow pointing to Loomis. Heinrichs brings the ball up court. Not across the timeline yet. He'll throw the ball deep. Wide open is Danberg. And Danberg will get the layup. From the other side of half court, Heinrichs finds Danberg, and the lead is a dozen with 2.50 to go. Jump stop in the lane here, Swanson. His shot off glass, good. That's pretty basketball. He's got 19 in the game. And now down that sideline, Runge dribbling. Runge being fouled. Is it on 10 or is it on 11? It's on 11. Nolan Benjamin, his second foul. As we mentioned, now that's 10 team fouls on Loomis. So to the free throw line for two shots, here is going to be Runge. And he's a 71% free throw shooter. Free throw is up and good. 16 points in the game here for Brennan Runge. He's a 71% free throw shooter. Zach Heinrichs is a 77% free throw shooter. Danberg at 67. But the second free throw here is no good. Marcy will pull down the rebound. Coming up court here, Swanson. He'll drive. He'll shoot. He'll miss. And I think over the back, that might be on Axtell. I think that's going to be on Calvin Johnson. Yes, it is. So that will shut the clock off, and he's fouled out of the game. 
That's his fifth foul. He's untucking his shirt and leaving. Nick Pearson is going to come in and replace him with 2.29 to go. And the folks from Axtell are saying thanks with their applause as he's contributed 11 points and 7 rebounds here in the game. But right now, all eyes will turn on Chase Watson, who will have the front end of a 1-1. and A 49% free throw shooter hits the front of the rim, but bleeds it over the front. So he makes the front end of the 1-1, and earns the bonus. He's got 20 points in the game. Make it 21. It's 66-59, and over and back on the inbounds, Axtell's going to turn it over. Little miscommunication there between Danberg and Weir, and that will be a turnover on Axtell. So now Coach Billiter will make some changes, bringing a more offensive lineup in as Quinn Johnson checks into the game. And they'll inbound the basketball here for Marcy. Marcy's pass thrown away. Coming up with the Steelers run. Get run with the layup. Off glass. No good. Marcy got the rebound. And it's going to be a hell ball. Going to be a hell ball between Weir and Marcy. And the officials are going to step in the middle here. You might be able to hear from the fans that there is a little discussion going on here. There's been a little talk between these two teams all night. And the officials... I've been able to kind of keep order here. And I have they given a foul? It is a jump ball. And the possession arrow, as we mentioned, pointing to Loomis. So Loomis will have the basketball here with 2.17 to go. So in the offensive end, here's going to be Swanson. Swanson dribbles left side. Going to be shut out there by Pearson. Back to Orcutt from the elbow. They'll give it to Lovett. Lovett hands the ball off here for Benjamin. Benjamin to Lovett. Long way past that three-point line. He'll elevate to the free-throw line. His jumper's in and out no good. And rebounded by Danberg. And Danberg's going to be fouled. So it'll be Danberg who will now have two free-throws. Now, as we mentioned, he's a pretty good free-throw shooter, 67%, as Lovett called for the foul. That's number four on him. Axtell, 66. Loomis, 57. Pressure, tension, animosity all building here. The free throw is no good for Danberg. They're in the fourth. Centura leading St. Paul, 36-24 over on Power 99 in the Blue Black Conference Boys Semifinals. Second free throw by Danberg is good. 22 in the game here for Tyler Danberg. Lead is 10. Less than two minutes to go. Swanson dribbling on that right side. Still dribbling. Stops at the elbow. Gives it to Benjamin. He'll elevate for three. In and out, no good. The tip here by Marcy. Can't get it to go. And then we got a foul. I think Marcy has committed his fifth and final foul. He got one offensive rebound, but when he didn't get the tip, he tried to get the next one, and that time he didn't have the positioning. So Joshua Marcy has fouled out of the game with seven points and ten rebounds. So his day is done with a minute 41 to go. 
Calvin Johnson fouled out with 2.29 left. And Danberg is at the free throw line, adding on to Axtell's total. His free throw is good, 68-57. Second free throw is also good. 12-point Axtell lead. They can taste it. Swanson driving, kicking, love it. Firing a three, no good. And the rebound to the Cats. Heinrichs pulls down the board. We'll throw the ball here on the left side. Pearson brings it across the timeline. Back to Heinrichs. Heinrichs will drive. Heinrichs is fouled by Benjamin. His third. Again, there'll be two free throws coming up for Zach Heinrichs. Heinrichs, your point guard is also your best free throw shooter. Whenever that happens, that is a good deal. And Heinrichs will have two free throws, and the first one's good. 77% 77% free throw shooter. He has another free throw here. He's got seven points in the game. Make it eight. Make the lead 14. Their largest of the game here for Axtell with a minute 22 to go. Driving this once and kicking out here. Lobby. His three's no good. They're trying to get the rebound. Last touched by Axtell. Brandon Ronegi trying to get the rebound. In the midst of a whole pack of wolves. And it's Johnson that will inbound it here for Loomis. Five-second count going on. Coming up with the basketball here is Swanson. Swanson on the baseline, kicks out. Here's an open three for Benjamin. Comes up short. Rebound tipped into the hands of Pearson. Pearson comes up with it. He'll give it to Runge. Runge on the drive. Runge with the bucket. Axtell going to play for a conference championship tomorrow. They're up by 16. Final minute. It's just a matter of what is the margin going to be. Johnson backs up, fires the three off the iron, no good. Rebound by Runge. Runge will face a little bit of pressure here by Benjamin. He'll give it to Heinrichs. Heinrichs across the timeline with 40 to go before they play for the title. They give it to Danberg on the baseline. He'll get a little bleeder on the rim. That will add to Axtell's lead. They're up by 18. 30 seconds left. Love it. We'll throw the ball here right side. Axtell in full throat. They force the turnover. The ball's in the hands of Weir. It'll be Loomis playing for both the girls and a boys title tomorrow at 6 and at 8 o'clock. I apologize. I misspoke. It's Axtell, the boys that will play for that championship. Loomis has pretty much left the court. Zach Heinrichs will bounce it to the original. As the horn sounds, and Axtell picks up a 75-57 to 57 win. Apologize for misspeaking because this is a big moment here for Axtell. They get an 18-point win. They are playing very good basketball. They will play for a conference championship at 8 o'clock tomorrow against Ansley Litchfield. So will it be the Spartans? Will it be the Wildcats? We'll find out tomorrow at 8 o'clock. We're going to step away for a moment when we come back. The New West Sports Medicine and North Peak Surgery postgame show. We'll total up the numbers. We'll set the day. We'll talk with the two head coaches and more when we return to the Vero Center right after this. Seed expertise doesn't grow overnight, which is why farmers in Minden and the surrounding area rely on Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer seed representative. Depend on Hogemeyer hybrids to provide the right seed for this area. 
They've lived in the region and studied its tough growing conditions for generations, and they know what thrives here. So call Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer Seed representative in Minden today, a proud supporter of high school sports. Hogemeyer Seed. Seed the right seed. People you know. Community people. People you know. Community people. Everything seems easier when you're doing business with people you know, especially banking. When you apply for a loan, it's a good feeling knowing who you're talking to. Bank with us. Menden Exchange Bank and Trust Company. Member FDIC. Community people you know. Community people you know. This sports broadcast is made possible in part by Kappa Grain in Elm Creek. Did you know that Kappa has a way for you to save time, money, and get the best prices for your grain and have records of it? With their online offer center powered by DNT Market Space. See kappagrains.com. Make sure you're getting what you deserve for all your hard work and dedication. Kappa takes great pride in doing what they can to make it easier, faster, and more profitable for you. Best of luck to all the area athletes from Kappa Grains. Downey Drilling in Lexington is a proud supporter of all the area athletes. Downey Drilling designs and installs complete water well systems for all your water well needs. We drill wells for agriculture, municipal, commercial, domestic, residential, and geothermal loop fields. From the well drilling to the pump installation and service, Downey Drilling Incorporated is your complete water well provider that takes pride in providing outstanding service to all its customers. Online at DowneyDrilling.com. And welcome back here to the Bureau Event Center, a very well-played basketball game. As concluded, and that means it's time now for the New West Sports Medicine and North Peak Surgery Postgame Show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians provide a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. And it's just one of those games where they played very, very well, but not well enough, did Loomis. They got outscored in all four quarters. And in that fourth quarter when they needed to kind of step on the gas, well, it was Axtell that stepped on the gas, winning that fourth quarter 22-10. to 10. The other quarters were, were pretty close uh, as we ended that fourth quarter with it being a six-point ball game. But then Axtell was able to push it out for a 75-57 to 57 lead. Let's check the numbers. We'll begin, first of all, for Loomis as uh, they have a heartbreaking loss here, their first loss of the season. But they were led tonight by Shea Swanson, finished with 21 points. And six rebounds, eight points and a board here for Quinn Johnson, six points for Aiden Lovett, ten points and five rebounds for Nolan Benjamin, two points, three rebounds for Carson Orcutt, three points and a rebound for Jackson Lobby, seven points but ten rebounds for Joshua Marcy. Unofficially, 26 rebounds here for Loomis, but 29 for Axtell as they win it 75-57. to 57. And leading the way for them, they had uh, four players in double figures. Tyler Danberg leading the way with 26 points and 8 rebounds. Brennan Runge, 18 points, 4 rebounds. 11 points, 7 rebounds for Calvin Johnson. 10 points and a rebound for Jacob Weir. 8 points, 6 rebounds for Zach Heinrichs. 2 points and 3 rebounds here for Nick Pearson coming off the bench. And again, our halftime score was 34-32. Very tight. Again, that third quarter was pretty close as well. Ended up being a six-point game at the end of the third quarter, but that fourth quarter was all Axtell as they win it 22-10 in the quarter. And in the game, it ends up being a 75-57 win, a game that really was much closer 
than it indicates. And both teams facing that great pressure, both teams only turned the ball over five times each here in the basketball game. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, hopefully have a chance to talk with both head coaches. We'll do that as we continue. Our post-game show brought to you by New West Sports Medicine and North Peak Surgery will return to the Vero Center right after this. Builders knows that you would rather spend time enjoying your home than constantly repairing it. That's why we offer only the highest quality products from the best-known suppliers like Pella Windows and DeWalt Power Tools. We also know that price matters, and that's why we back everything with a guaranteed price match. If you find the exact same item somewhere else, we'll match it. It's not a gimmick or a ploy. It's just our way of making sure our customers get the best products at the best prices. At Builders and Kearney and Grand Island. Value meals at Amigos King's Classic just got better. Now there's five meals with five items for only $5 each. The newest meal brings back the popular Taco Rito, and it's paired with a mini crisp chicken burrito. And just like the other five for $5 meals, you'll get fries, chips and cheese sauce, and a drink. That's a lot of food for five bucks. For faves you crave, choose Amigos Bigger and Better $5 Value Meals. High five, Amigos! 37 Ag and Holdridge proudly sponsors this broadcast. At 37 Ag, we strive to use cutting-edge technology and management practices to feed and fuel a growing population for the next generation. 37 Ag owner Blake Johnson and family would like to wish the Lewis High School athletes good luck in this competition. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how family physical therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes, in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. One of the last two years I was here. And uh, welcome back here as Axtell will play for a conference championship tomorrow, picking up a 75-57 win over Loomis. Kind enough to join us is uh, Brent Heinrichs. We were kind of talking uh, before we got on the air. It's been a while since Axtell's been in the finals, but this sure feels good. It sure does. You know, our team is progressing, and we're, we're starting to make plays just naturally, uh, seeing things, looking up the floor, and our defense is, is you know, we're working on that. It's, it's starting to improve. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Good effort tonight. Uh, Loomis is an excellent basketball team, and uh, I'm really proud of the way our guys played. And it was it was really a very clean game. I mean, uh, according to my numbers, five turnovers each. And yeah. in the face of that that pressure, that's pretty good basketball on both sides. You know, and I thought, uh, you know, they, they pressed well, and I thought Zach uh, did a good job mm-hmm. of accepting the double teams. And then we got the ball up the floor and then had some three-on-two or two-on-ones. And... Then we made plays at the end of it, attacking the basket, being aggressive, and I, we knew we needed to do that, and I thought we did a good job of that. We didn't leave very many of those on the table, and we didn't fumble them around like maybe we would have earlier in the year. So, uh, you know, I was really proud of, of that whole, uh, you know, the whole way we did that. It, it was really kind of a game of runs. Loomis got out, pretty good start on you guys. Then you guys ran right back at him, and then it was close to rest away, and then you just, every quarter just seemed to outplay them just by one or two plays, one or two buckets every quarter. You know, we played. Uh, you know, we played our best game of the year by far, and, and we had to, to beat a good Loomis team because they can hurt you in so many ways. Drew does a great job over there. Uh, you know, they got excellent shooters. It's so hard to stay in front of uh, Shea Swanson getting to the front of the rim. Marcy's an excellent post-up player. Uh, you know, they can get you in so many ways. Their pressure is is, is elite. So, um, our conference though is very tough, and every game 
this week, every week you have a good game. And that has helped chisel up, I think, all the teams in this conference. And, you know, I think that helped us tonight because, uh, you know, we weren't just shocked by that necessarily. I'm having trouble finding out, figuring out who had a better game, uh, Tyler Danberg defensive player or Tyler Danberg offensive player tonight. He finished with 26 points, eight rebounds, and it just always seemed like he was always in the right spot defensively. Yeah, he was. I mean, he did a great job of uh, playing defense, rebounding, attacking the basket offensively, made several threes for us. You know, we knew, we talked about that. We worked on that. I knew they were going to... Uh, uh, last time the, when we finished, they beat us by four. Last game we played a regular season, and, and we ran a high pick, and they would kind of play off of that with with Marcy. So we, we worked on something that would give Tyler a clean look at a three-point shot, and he's a good shooter, and tonight you saw that. So, uh, you know, I should have pulled that out a lot earlier, poor coaching, I guess, but, uh, you know, Tyler, Tyler did a heck of a job for us. Yeah, and, and again, I mean, it, it, like we mentioned, you guys can get points from a lot of different sources. Uh, Brandon Runge finished with 18 points. You got 11 from Calvin Johnson. Weir had 10. Uh, Zach had 8. I mean, again, everybody, when it was their turn to shine, they were able to step up. They did, you know, and there was times that, that like the Weir, had a couple open looks, and boom, he knocked them down tonight. And Calvin Johnson did a, played a heck of a game before he fouled out, I thought. He got uh, some tough baskets and some tough rebounds and just made plays. So uh, the young sophomore did a heck of a job. Rungi did a great job. We're coming to expect that from him every week. We talked to him earlier about, you know, he's always been a great shooter, but he's turning into a, you know, an all-around excellent player. And uh, I'm really proud of the way he's developed. So, you know, I couldn't be proud of our guys and uh, just really happy with the way we played. All right, let's look forward. I mean, you still got some work to do here. You got Ansley Litchfield. Talk a little bit about where you're going to run into with the Spartans and what you guys going to have to do tomorrow. You know, Coach Drew does a heck of a job up there. They're going to play very very good defense they go to the boards hard uh lefevre really is is tough on the inside they got some good shooters cunningham uh pates is an excellent ball player tough to stay in front of so you know we're going to have to go back and look at the film we played them earlier this year and beat them in a real tight game but i know they've improved a lot since then so um it's going to be a fun battle and uh you know another one of those uh four county conference uh, battles and uh, you know i think your team has improved a lot since then too you guys are playing good ball i uh, thank you so much randy i appreciate it. brent heinrichs head basketball coach here for axtell to play for his conference championship tomorrow following a 75 57 win over loomis we'll step away for a moment we'll wrap things up here with our post-game show brought to you by new west sports medicine north peak surgery when we return right after this Attend Aurora Cooperative's Ace Summit and Annual Meeting, February 11th and 12th, Pinnacle Bank Expo Center at Fonner Park, Grand Island, Nebraska. NFL Hall of Famer Terry Bradshaw kicks off this year's event with his keynote address Tuesday, February 11th at 10 a.m. Terry will share stories of his incredible NFL career and his work on behalf of those less fortunate. Register now at auroracoop.com or call Tracy Menke, 402-694-2106. Aurora Co-op's Ace Summit and Annual Meeting, February 11th and 12th, Pinnacle Bank Expo Center, Grand Island. This is Bob from B&B Carpet and Donovan. So you've been thinking of new flooring but have no idea what you want or need. Let me introduce you to our family with over 50 years combined experience. Russ, Mandy, Donna, and my son Josh. Please come in to see us at B&B and we will do our best to help you choose your new flooring. B&B Carpet and Donovan, where our customers say, that's where we always go. When the weather changes, so can the performance of your transmission. Hi, this is Wayne with TBK Transmissions, and we want to help you avoid getting stuck in the tough snow. If your 4x4 is not working or your transmission is not shifting correctly, bring it in now. Get your vehicle winter ready with free diagnostics available. The only way is TBK, 2520 Avenue Q, Kearney. Learn more at tbktrans.com. 
TBK Transmissions, the only way is TBK. Mother Nature always has a way of delivering a few surprises. That's why your Nutrient Ag Solutions retailer is always standing by. Formerly serving you as crop production services, we're the same faces you've relied on for years, but now more capable than ever, no matter what comes your way. Delivering access to the resources of the world's largest ag retailer with local growing guidance and expertise. We're more than an unwavering partner. We're the first choice in the field to help you get the most out of yours. And welcome back here to the Bureau Event Center. Axtell wins this one 75-57 over Loomis. Uh, a tough game here for Loomis head coach Drew Billiter. And, and coach, it just was one of those games that just seemed like every quarter you just fell just a little bit behind. And then you got in that, uh, that, that fourth quarter, and then it, it just didn't work out for you guys at all that fourth quarter. No, we couldn't get any shots going really. Um, you know, kind of started forcing some things and um, just kind of got out of rhythm a little bit. And then, um, you know, when you get the ball inside and, you know, you got a 6'5 guy going to the basket and, you know, he's not getting any calls. I mean, it's, it makes it hard to score. It really does. Yeah, and the the, the, the difficulty, well, it just seemed like you got good looks, mm-hmm. but there was just, and you had some three-pointers, too, that seemed to be about halfway down, and you don't want to just pin it on one thing and just say, sure. it's just one of those nights you didn't shoot well, because Axdell made it hard for you guys to get that offensive rhythm going. Yeah, they played really good defense. Um, you know, we still scored, what, 57? 57, 57. I mean, it's a little bit off our average. Um, you know, with about four or five to go, we kind of started forcing some things, and we weren't getting good shots just because we're behind, so you rush some things. But, um, you know, they just they were better than us tonight. And it just, just changes things because you guys like to play fast, but maybe maybe tonight was a little bit too fast. Um, Yeah. Yeah, we just we kind of got a little bit out, out of rhythm a little bit, just especially in the fourth quarter, probably the most just – you know, wrestling some shots and, you know, not getting quality looks at the basket. But a huge night tonight from um, Shane Swanson. Uh, again, he finished with 21 points. 15 of those came in the second half. He did a lot of damage for you in, in the fourth quarter. Yeah, he was probably about the only thing we could get really going um, in the fourth quarter is him getting to the basket. Um, you know, and, and we had some open looks, too, like you said, but, um, you know, we couldn't get a lot of shots to fall. and. We didn't get to the free throw line a whole lot either. Yeah, and, uh, you know, as you said, Marcy, you guys were getting the ball into him a little bit. He had a lot of shots that rimmed in and out. And, again, as you mentioned, not a lot of lot of foul calls in there that, that could have changed things a little bit. Uh, the officials let you guys play a little bit, but yeah. they let you play on both ends. Yep, yeah, they played on both ends. I mean, that's just how they decided to call the game. And, you know, how, how referees call a game can make a big difference. I mean, they let it play, and, um, you know, we weren't the benefit of that because, you know, some of the times we were going to the basket, and it was pretty physical, and they finished, and we didn't finish. So Yeah. Um, this is always kind of tough because, you know, you, you're undefeated. You know, you, the mm-hmm. dream is to play the late game tomorrow. Right. But now you're going to play a very good basketball team uh, in the afternoon, and, and you don't want to have a weekend where you lose where you lose two games. Sure. Yeah, yeah. And, it, yeah and it can happen. I mean, you know, you don't know what's going to happen. We'll, we'll find out how good a team are, you know, we how mature our team is. Um, you know, uh it's a good team. You know, they're the number one seed in the conference. We're the number two seed. And I knew going in that, you know, it wasn't going to be a one-two or a, you know, a, a four versus two. I mean, it was going to be a, anybody's game. And, um, you know, I think that uh, we got a mature team that can come back in tomorrow and, you know, play hard and see how it goes. How was the mood in the locker room? Obviously sullen, but but what did you kind of see in, the, in you guys? Um, you know, they're disappointed, as they should be. You know, they've... Um, they haven't lost yet, so it, it's something new for them. So, um, you know, it, it might be a blessing in disguise to get it out of the way and 
you know, just start, you know, worrying about playing basketball again. Yeah, and go give him tomorrow, Drew. Yep, thank you. Appreciate, appreciate it. Appreciate the time. That's uh, Drew Billiter, head basketball coach here for Loomis, and uh, we'll have their game for you at 4 o'clock tomorrow against the top seed, uh, Pleasanton. That'll be our consolation game on the boys' side at 4 o'clock. Our day, of course, will start with the uh, girls' consolation here from the uh, Fort Kearney Conference basketball tournament. And uh, so our games tomorrow will begin at 2 o'clock in the afternoon when Pleasanton, uh, excuse me, on the, on the girls' side, when uh, Overton will be taking on Elm Creek. That will be our 2 o'clock game. Then at 4 o'clock, we'll have the consolation game between Pleasanton and Loomis here from the Viero Center. And then it will turn it into championship Saturday night with Pleasanton taking on Loomis for the girls' championship that then will be followed by Axtell taking on Ansley Litchfield for the boys' title. And that game will start around 8 o'clock tomorrow. So you'll have back-to-back games for Loomis, but uh, not with the, the way the Wolves wanted this one to pan out. As In fact, they'll have back-to-back games for both uh, Pleasanton and for Loomis. Uh, but the boys' games will be the consolation, and the girls' game will be the championship game. They were kind of hoping to make that a... Uh, a championship uh, double header here for Pleasanton and Loomis, but the boys' side they have to be content with the uh, consolation trophy. And uh, again, the Pleasanton girls will take on Loomis at six o'clock, and the boys' championship game will have Ansley Litchfield taking on Axtell. Axtell with a winner in our second game tonight, seventy-five to fifty-seven. Earlier, Ansley Litchfield over Pleasanton, forty to thirty-seven. Thanks so much for joining us here from the Viero Event Center. I'm Randy Bushcutter for engineer Nick Grimes back in the studios. Thanks for so much for joining us. Good night, everybody. The proceeding has been a Platte River Radio ESPN Tri-City Sports Production brought to you by Platte River Preps. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, visit platteriverpreps.com.